0: what's up everybody it's Harrison welcome to another podcast episode not the traditional podcast no interview no intro music no hype up this is strictly the 2021 NFL mock draft special I'm going to go through the picks 1 through 32 go through every pick I have trades in there I have some chaos and folding in the first round I'm really excited for it. last year I did a mock draft on Twitter got six or seven I believe right the year before I did not do a mock draft in 2019 2018 I got six right and then 2017 i believe i got four or five right so the goal for this podcast special this mock draft is seven seven correct draftees going one through 32 so let's jump straight into it you want to hear the players selected so i bet i'm gonna bet i'm gonna start one for one jacksonville jaguars on the clock they're gonna take quarterback from clemson trevor lawrence don't think much has to be said, Trevor Lawrence, a 2018 championship win with the Clemson Tigers. Didn't win his last two years, but had outstanding seasons, taking them to the college football playoff. Heisman finalist last year. Now he's going to go play for Urban Meyer down in Duval County. Very excited to see what he's going to do with the Jacksonville Jaguars. Number two overall, the New York football Jets. I have them taking Zach Wilson, quarterback from BYU. I actually watched Zach play. This past year at the Boca Raton Bowl where he tore up Central Florida, I think Zach has an outstanding arm, great mobility, can move in and outside the pocket and really excited what he's going to do with Robert Sala in that New York Jets offense. Jets fans should be excited for what he has to bring in store. Number three overall, San Francisco 49ers. They moved up to get here with the Miami Dolphins, the pick they originally had from the Houston Texans in the Alarmie Tunsil trade back before last season, before the 2019 season that was. And the Niners are going to take Mac Jones, I believe the rumors, I believe the hype. Mac Jones, a quarterback from Alabama, led them to a undefeated national championship, strong arm in the pocket, can hit deep throws, really make smart decisions, accurate. Only issue would say he kind of goes up limping every here and there. Has some injury concerns. He took over to Tua Tagaloa at the end of the 2019 season. Looked really good against Auburn in a game they lost. Played a good game against Michigan in the bowl game. And it was outstanding all of last season. We're going to see how he fits in with that 49ers offense. My theory is that the Niners want a quarterback that can help them win now. and I think Mac Jones gives them the best chance over someone like Trey Lance or Justin Fields. To the number four overall pick, this is where we have our first trade. I believe the Atlanta Falcons will trade out of the number four spot. And who's going in? None other than the New England Patriots. The Patriots will get the number four overall pick. Atlanta receives the number 15 overall pick. New England's 2022 first rounder and New England's third round pick this season. So New England on the clock number 4 overall, who are they going to take? The quarterback from North Dakota State. My favorite player in this year's draft class, Trey Lance. Trey Lance can do it all. Has outstanding arm talent, great mobility, the fastest quarterback of this entire draft class maybe in the last few years since Lamar Jackson, I would say. Great mobility and he's a really strong kid, went undefeated in the national in the whole season in the FCS back in the 2019 season, set out last season because the FCS did not play in the fall, had one game against Central Arkansas, I believe. Wasn't terrible, had a lot of rushing yards, did throw his first career collegiate interception. I have very high hopes for Trey Lance, once he hits the NFL, and I think he'd be a great fit for the New England Patriots. Number five overall, the Cincinnati Bengals. I was going back and forth with who they were going to take in a previous podcast with Malik Wright and Jake Circus. Malik told me that they were going to pick Jamar Chase who it should be. It should be Penne Sewell, who it's going to be. It's going to be Jamar Chase. Um, I wanted them to pick Sewell, but for this mock draft, I'm going to go with Malik. I'm going to go with Jake. And I'm going to go with Jamar Chase with the number five overall pick. The wide receiver from LSU only really played in the 2019 season was outstanding with, current Cincinnati Bengals quarterback, Joe Burrow. We'll see what Chase can do. Great threat on the outside. Awesome hands. Maybe his route running can be a little bit better. People do have concerns about that, but he might be the best wide receiver prospect since Julio Jones, and he's going to be a factor in that Cincinnati Bengals offense next year. Number six overall, the Miami Dolphins. I have them taking from the University of Florida, as Joe Shad came on the podcast a few weeks ago and talked about that. Kyle Pitts, tight end from Florida. You can move him on the outside. You can play him in the slot. He can block like a tight end should, as he is a tight end. I think he'd be a great fit with the Miami Dolphins. to pair him with Mike Gusecki, the third-year or the fourth-year tight end from Penn State. I think they can use uh, Pitts very well with Tua Tagovailoa. This is a big year for Tua. I think you get him one of the best weapons in this year's draft class in Kyle Pitts to the number seven overall pick in this year's draft of so Detroit lions on the clock. I went back and forth with this one, but I took wide receiver from Alabama, Jalen Waddle. Yes. Not Devonte Smith, Jalen Waddle. I think the reason Detroit goes with him, the lions have a lot of needs across the board, but I think that was something they want. they talk about the culture with Dan Campbell taking over there. I think I want to play both receiver has outstanding speed and also someone on special teams. That's kind of what I give the nod over with Waddle over a guy like Smith is the factor on special teams. He has great speed. Tyree Kill likes speed. With Jalen Waddle, I think he can really be a big factor in that offense. In down in Detroit, number eight overall, the Carolina Panthers. are going to take Penae Sewell, the offensive tackle from Oregon. Sewell didn't play last season, but people are calling him a generational talent on the offensive line. The Detroit line or the Carolina Panthers that is just acquired Sam Donald from the New York Jets. They need someone to block him. That was the issue with Darnold when he was on the Jets. So you've got a guy like Pena Sewell, who was the best offensive lineman in this year's class. Now you're protecting Sam Darnold. You have Christian McCaffrey, of great weapons. And that's the core of that offense. I can really make the Carolina Panthers be a special football team in 2021. Ninth overall pick, the Denver Broncos on the clock. And that's where the fifth quarterback gets taken, Justin Fields, quarterback from Ohio State University. the Ohio State University. Fields was outstanding his two years with the Buckeyes, taking them to a couple of college football playoffs, a national championship, had six touchdowns in the win this year in the Sugar Bowl against Clemson. I know Adam Usak out there, big Denver Broncos fan, wants them to take. Justin Fields, and I'm going to go with that in my mock draft. I think he will beat out Drew Locke, who I don't think is a nfl really caliber starting quarterback anymore. I think Fields can go over, take over the job, possibly week one, and really make the Denver Broncos, who have great weapons on there. They're building a foundation on the offensive line. The defense is pretty good, too. I think Fields can make them a much better football team than Drew Locke. Number 10 overall is where we get trade number two. With Devontae Smith slipping, someone's going to come pick him up in the top 10. I have the Tennessee Titans moving up from 10. From 22 to 10, here's the details of the trade. So the Titans will get this pick, the 10th pick, and the 227th overall pick, which is Dallas, 6th rounder. Dallas, who had the original 10th pick, will get the number 22 overall pick, Tennessee's first rounder next year, and Tennessee's fifth rounder this year, which is number 166 overall. And as I mentioned, the Titans, with this pick, will select Devontae Smith, the wide receiver from the University of Alabama, the Heisman Trophy winner, Smith, outstanding talent, the best wide receiver in a single college ball season we've seen in a long, long time. He's a great route runner. The concern is about his weight. He weighed in like 166 pounds. People have concerns about that, but that certainly was not an issue against the outstanding defenses of the Southeastern Conference. And when also when they were playing Notre Dame, who had a good defense, and Ohio State in the playoff, who had a good defense. wasn't a problem for Devontae Smith. His weight and his size wasn't a problem. He was outstanding in those games, and I think he'll be an outstanding addition to the Tennessee Titans offense, who lost most of their top receivers, other than A.J. Brown, in this year's offseason. Number 11 overall pick coming up next The New York football Giants, I haven't taking Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State. We know about Micah Parsons' issues off the field, his character with Penn State. I think if without that, he'd be a top five pick in this year's draft, possibly. Instead, he falls to 11. And the Giants, who have a pretty good defense to begin with, will add arguably the best defensive player. I think this is the first defensive player I have coming off the board in this year's mock. I can't think of the last time that a defensive player did not go in the top 10 in the NFL draft, if ever, I think. Parsons would be a huge addition to that Giants defense So, Parsons to New York. Number 12 overall, the Philadelphia Eagles, where I thought Devontae Smith would be a fit for, but I realized someone would probably trade up and get him. So now the Eagles are picking at 12. They don't want to reach for wide receivers, so they're going to fill another need defensive back. They're going to go from corner, the corner from Alabama. Patrick Sertain, the second originally from American Heritage, plantation down in south florida they're going to take him with the number 12 overall pick great man's man's corner he guarded kyle pitts in the sec championship fairly well he locked down most of the top receivers in the sec from his entire three years there was a really good factor on alabama's national championship winning defense eagles have a pretty weak secondary they lost Jalen mills to new england they have darius slay who's getting up there in age I think that Sertain would be a good young addition, especially when you're playing in a division with pretty good wide receivers. We know the Giants added Kenny Galladay. Dallas has CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup. Washington football team just added Curtis Samuel and they have the great Terry McLaurin. So I think this is a good sign, a good draft to select Patrick Sertain in the second. Number 13 overall, the L.A. Chargers. I have them protecting Justin Herbert and selecting the offensive lineman from Northwestern, Ray Sean Slater. I think Slater there gives them great protection up front. They're one of the few weaknesses on that team is offensive line. I think if they can protect Herbert, really get the physical guys from the Big Ten. He did a good job blocking Chase Young, I believe, two years ago when Young was on Ohio State, now a member of Washington. I think Slater would be a really good addition. To the L.A. Chargers and protecting Justin Herbert, who he could be the future face of the National Football League the way he was playing in his rookie season. Number fourteen overall, the Minnesota Vikings, but they're going to take another offensive lineman, Christian Dariusaw from Virginia Tech. Big guy, I think. Also, the Vikings they had a lot of injuries last season. You want to protect Kirk Cousins, protect Dalvin Cook. You're great at running back, and you want to get a good addition to the offensive line. He's a plug and play guy play, I think, both left and right tackle. He could play day one. He'll be the Vikings day one left tackle, I believe, or right tackle if they decide to draft him, even though I do think the Vikings will take an offensive lineman with that 14th pick. 15th pick, Atlanta Falcons. I have them going. Caleb Farley, cornerback, back-to-back Virginia Tech players, going from the Hokies. Atlanta took a cornerback last year in the first round, Uh, A.J. Terrell from Clemson. He wasn't great his rookie year. I think you can never have enough – good corners. That's my theories. There's always great receivers out there. You need someone to guard him. I think this is the best player on the board. This is the pick that Atlanta got from New England. You always want to be matching up in the secondary with good receivers, especially when you're playing a division with tab base receivers like Mike Evans and Chris Godwin and the Carolina Panthers now have DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson and the New Orleans Saints have one of the best receivers, Michael Thomas. So I think having good corners, building that secondary, Arthur Smith, He's an offensive guy. I would really expect him to go offense this first round, but I think the perfect fit here them, is taking Caleb Farley. On to the next pick in this year's NFL draft. We have our third trade. It's the Chicago Bears moving up with the Arizona Cardinals trade details. The Bears getting number 16 overall. The Cardinals getting number 20 overall. The number 83 overall pick and the number 204 overall pick. And with this pick, the Bears are going to add to their offensive line. They're going to take Elijah Vera Tucker. From USC, he could play both guard and tackle. The Bears have a lot of issues. They know a lot of Bears fans. They love to complain. I think they're going to go out and get an offensive line. And I think it's the biggest factor of need for their team. Their offensive line is not great. And I think Barrett Tucker, plug and play kind of guy, could be a good factor for that team. 17 overall, the Las Vegas Raiders. I have taken Tevin Jenkins, offensive tackle from Oklahoma State. I think Jenkins, they lost Trent Brown this offseason. I believe Richie Cognito has gone too. Their offensive line is in shambles. I think a guy like Tevin Jenkins is an immediate starter next year for the Raiders. Number 18 overall, the Miami Dolphins, taking Quiddy Pay, the defensive end, outside rush guy from the University of Michigan. The Dolphins, they drafted Christian Wilkins two years ago in the first round. They took Charles Harris in the defensive lineman, I believe, two years before that. They really like to address the front seven in the draft. They have a good linebacking in very good secondary with Xavier Howard, Byron Jones. So continue to build that interior defensive line and go with a guy like Pay, who's can rush off the edge, put him next to their big guy, Christian Wilkins. They lost in uh, Dare, or Godshaw to New England this year in the offseason. They I believe they got Lawrence Guy back. And now what the Miami Dolphins are going to do with Pay is they're going to put him on the edge and just say, go sack the rookie quarterback. Zach Wilson, go get Josh Allen, go get Cam Newton to be starting for New England. And this is one of the biggest needs for the Miami Dolphins. Next up, Washington football team taking Jeremiah Awusu karamoa the linebacker from Notre Dame. Don't want to call him a linebacker though because he doesn't just play linebacker. He can play safety. He can play inside, outside linebacker. He's a really fun player to watch. Washington, I love what they're doing with their defense. They have a great secondary. They have arguably the first or second best with Tampa. Defensive line, I think something that osu karamoya can do for them is bring more versatility their only really is that linebacker where it's kind of in and out the ruben foster thing didn't really work out so well for them i think he can be a really impact player for them in a steal at this point of the draft at number 19 overall 20 overall the pick that the cardinals the pick that they got from chicago the cardinals are gonna take jason horn cornerback from south carolina a lot of people are kind of up and down on Horn. some people have him as corner two some people have him as corner five i think he'd be a good fit for arizona here i know they signed malcolm butler This past offseason, I'm not sure what the role he's gonna have on the team. I think that Horn can have an immediate impact for the Cardinals. They this other position they would go here is offensive line to protect Kyler Murray. They have brought a lot of pressure on him last season, but the Cardinals defense was exposed so many times last season by quarterbacks that really aren't very good. Guys like Jalen Hurts, I think you could put someone like Horn in there, develop him as a corner. You lost Patrick Peterson, who's you know, your longtime one of the best corners in the history of the franchise. I think once you put Horn in there, you could probably get some wins in that very competitive NFC West. Number 21 overall, Indianapolis Colts taking edge from the University of Miami, put up the U. Jalen Phillips, he played very well last season when Miami was without um, Gregory Rosau. I think if Rosau plays, we're not even considering Phillips as a first-round pick. He's going to put pressure Detroit or Indianapolis. That is, lost to Miko Autry this past off-season. They didn't really sp- – been big on the defensive line. So I think they use their premier pick on Jalen Phillips who give them a good presence on that defensive line. Number 22, overall, the Dallas Cowboys. This is the pick they got from Tennessee when Tennessee moved back. And I say, they're gonna go out and get a cornerback, Greg Newsome from Northwestern. Newsome had an awesome season this year for the Wildcats. Really good man-to-man corner. I think Dallas will play a lot of man-to-man. They don't have great corners. Anthony Brown, I think is their number one right now. They have Jordan Lewis still, I believe. They lost really all their guys in the last couple of years. Byron Jones was their big name. They are very weak at corner. I think if they don't trade back and they stay at 10, they would take certain, but Greg Newsom, I think, here, is adding in the position of most need, so they go with a corner. Number 23 overall, the Jets picked from Seattle. They got in the Jamal Adams trades. Aziz Ojolari, edge rusher from Georgia. The Jets had very little pass rush last year from guys not named Quinn and Williams. I think here they go with a guy like Ojolari. Very good presence on the pass rush last year from Georgia. Very quick moves. And I think similar to what Miami did. You have these quarterbacks who can move in this division. Guys like Cam Newton and Josh Allen. Suddenly you're going out with a guy like Ogilari. And you're putting pressure on these guys in the Jets. They need, to bring, they need some guys to get some sacks. And they lost Henry Anderson this past offseason also. So I believe they go with the outside edge guy from Georgia. Number 24 overall, we have another trade. New Orleans is going to get this pick from Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh gets number 28, number 98, and number 218 overall. Hope you're keeping track of all that. So the Saints are gonna take wide receiver from LSU, not too far away. Terrence Marshall, Terrence Marshall, that is Marshall was great this season for a not a very good LSU team, was a huge his freshman year when he was with that Joe Burrow national championship team. The Saints have a need for a receiver outside of Michael Thomas. It's just Trey Cole and Smith. They lost Emmanuel Sanders in the offseason. They have guys like Juwan Johnson, little Jordan Humphrey, kind of guys who were very good in college, but really not going to work out in the pros. I think Terrace Marshall, very good pick for him. Great on the outside, could move in the slot as well. And now you're going to help. You don't have Drew Brees anymore you're going to need to help out if it's Jameis or if it's Taysom Hill to give him a good first-round wide receiver. 25 overall, Jacksonville, keep this one short, taking the safety. This is from the Rams pick. Trevon Moore from TCU. Jacksonville has an awful safety group. Morig immediately improves that defense. Number 26 overall, the Browns taking Christian Barrymore, defensive lineman from the University of Alabama. People are saying this is the worst interior defensive line class they've ever seen, maybe in the last two decades, Baltimore's the number one guy. I'm not sure if he's seen in the first round, but the Browns, they did lose Richardson this past off season. I think they go out and improve the interior defensive line and take Baltimore. You may have noticed I changed outfits between picks. That has a reason to it. I'm recording this after Baltimore made the trade with Kansas City, where Kansas City now has Baltimore's pick. No, Baltimore has Kansas City's pick because Kansas City now has Orlando Brown, the tackle that the Ravens had. So now the Ravens have an extra first-round pick, so this kind of threw it off. So now we're picking number 27 overall. The Ravens are not going to trade out of this pick because now they have two first-round picks. They're going to utilize both. So the Ravens are going to take Zayvon Collins, the edge rusher from Tulsa. The reason for that being is they lost their, I think, McPhee. They lost to New England. They lost Matthew Judon. They're going to need the edge guy. You're going to take an edge rusher from Tulsa, Collins, Fast off the edge. You have a desperate need there. Pass rushing is what Baltimore's been thrived their off their defense on for many, many years when they had Terrell Suggs and the last couple of years. They they just got Calais Campbell in the offseason last year. They even made the move for unique y- ingakway. Ravens are always making moves to improve their defense. I think they take Collins at 27 overall, 28 overall Pittsburgh. This is the pick they got from New Orleans. I have them taking running back Najee Harris from the university of Alabama. We talk about how great Najee is in and out of the backfield. The only question is, he's a little old. I think he's going to be 23 years old by the time he plays his first NFL snap. But I think the Steelers want to get good years out of him now. The Steelers have no running backs, really, on their depth chart right now. They have Jalen Samuels, Anthony McFarlane, a weak running back group there. I think Najee Harris elevates them. We saw how great it is. We saw the hurdles he had, I think, in the Ohio State game and Notre Dame. He's a good catching out of the backfield. He's extremely fast. Physical runner, can escape tackles and make big plays down the field. So there's Najee Harris, 28. Green Bay Packers, 29 overall. Was back and forth, which receiver they would take here? I have Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from the University of Minnesota. Uh, Bateman's fastest, despite his big size. I think he really are 4 40, he's a good receiver, physical. They have Vontae Adams, have Marquez Valdez-Scanling, have Alan Lazard. I think a good addition to that group would be Bateman. I thought they would take a wide receiver in the first round last year, instead opted to trade up against Jordan Love. I think their guy this year is gonna be Bateman, and I don't think they're gonna regret that decision. Next up, number 30 overall, we have another trade. Buffalo moves back. Buffalo will get number 35 and number 148 from Atlanta. Atlanta now picking at number 30. And this is kind of reminding me what Carolina did last year where they took all defensive players. I think Atlanta addresses the defensive side in this year's draft. They had them take a corner early on. Now they have Ronnie Perkins, the edge rusher from Oklahoma. Right now, the Falcons don't really have much in the edge right now. I think they have like Jacob Mariner. They have Dante Fowler, who's been you know had many different teams in his few years in the league. I think you got to get someone. I think you take the risk. Not really risk, but go with a guy like Ronnie Perkins. And go get the quarterback. It's exactly what the Falcons kind of need. They have a lot of holes in the defense. Now you're adding another corner, adding another edge rusher, and your defense immediately gets better in one day. Number 31 overall, Ravens. This is the pick they got from Kansas City. I have them taking Jalen Mayfield, the offensive tackle from Michigan. John Harbaugh taking one of Jim Harbaugh's guys. This is just they got rid of their tackle that's now going to Kansas City. I think you have to improve the tackle position. They said they're going to get Villanueva who left Pittsburgh in this offseason. I think Mayfield is a guy who could start right away for Baltimore. He's an experienced player, was very good in Michigan. Now he's entering the pros and I think he'll play for Baltimore. And last up, Tampa Bay is going to take with the number 32 overall pick in their quest to repeat. Levi on Wuzariki, the defensive lineman from Washington. You can never have enough defensive linemen. Uh, we saw Vita Vea battle injuries last year. Adama Kong Su, uh, he's getting up there in age. Don't think a long-term option there so i think why not go for the defensive line and this has been the 2021 nfl mock draft special feel free to play along and see how many i get see how many you get we're gonna have a post mock draft episode coming later probably after the first round maybe on that friday morning so t- stay tuned for that with a special guest and enjoy the nfl draft and we'll see you next time on the harrison vatnick podcast see you